Hello and welcome to My Thoughts on the World. My name is Jason and today we're talking about diseases, different types, genetic, sexual, and we're also going to touch on those greedy motherfuckers, the pharmaceutical companies, so stay tuned. So what exactly is a disease? Well, you have all types. You've got sexually transmitted disease. You have genetic disorders, as they're called. Uh, genetic disorders are basically they're in the family history, and uh, it's uh, a good likely that you're going to get it. Um, sexually transmitted diseases you can prevent, but some people don't, and they get it, and they pay for it. <laughs> and it's painful. Um, there are other things that are not diseases. Uh, alcoholism, for example, is not a disease, and I'll get to that. Um, right now, I want to give you some general facts about STDs, and I'm going to list off a few that you've probably heard of, and maybe some that you haven't heard of. So, um, what exactly is an STD, or STI, as they're called? Well, a sexually transmitted disease or a sexually transmitted infection. Uh, there are infections that can be transferred from one person to another through sexual contact. And I'm sure everybody got that when they say sexually transmitted, but you know how they are. Now, according to the Centers for Disease Control, there are over 15 million cases of sexually transmitted disease reported annually in the United States. That's a lot of fucking going on. Now, there are more than 25 diseases that are transmitted through sexual activity. Wow. Now, other than the HIV, or HIV as they call it, the most common STDs in the United States are chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, genital herpes, uh, the human papillomavirus, hepatitis B, trichomoniasis, and bacterial vaginosis. Now, adolescents and young adults are the age groups at the greatest risk for acquiring STDs because those are the ones that are doing fucking a lot of fucking. Uh, approximately 19 million new infections occur each year, and almost half of them are among people ages 15 to 24. Maybe uh, it's a good idea to start fucking some older women. Maybe you might not get nothing. No, no, no. Okay. Now, some STDs have got some severe consequences, especially with the ladies, okay, if they don't, if they don't treat it. You know, that's why you need to get tested. If you feel like you're, you know, you're, you're feeling sick or you, you got a ooh, ooh, pussy discharge. Now, some STDs can lead to pelvic inflammatory disease, uh, which can cause infertility. So, ladies, if you're looking at having a baby and you think you have a disease, you better get yourself checked or else you ain't going to be able to have no kids. You're going to have to adopt some in kid from India or some kid from wherever, you know, like Angelina Jolie did. And uh, some can even be fatal, like the HIV. Um, now, they can be prevented, like I said. You can either refrain from sexual activity, which I'm sure no one's going to do, you know, because it's all part of the... Uh, human nature, to procreate, to breed. Uh, another one is uh, use uh, contraceptive devices like condoms. And I'm sure a lot of people say, well, when you have condoms on, you can't get the full feeling. Well, you know what? You either It's either one of two things, man. 
You either don't get the feeling as much as you would like, or you get the hiv and you die. And you're never to fuck again. Hmm. You know, which one would you take? Now, let me give you a little overview about... Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to let this lady talk about uh, chlamydia. Um, she's saying how how these younger girls are getting it from older men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's hear it. Chlamydia is a silent epidemic. Most people don't even know they have the STD because they don't have symptoms, so it spreads from partner to partner. According to the Centers for Disease Control, teenage girls aged 15 to 19 have the highest rate of infection. Among men, it's the 20 to 24-year-olds, leading to a theory that young girls are being infected by older men. We would like to say, if we uh, just get rid of all these parasitic older men, lock them all up, put them in jail, you know, get them under statutory rape, that the problem would go away. In fact, it wouldn't go away. Because in her research, Dr. Kissinger found out that two-thirds of teenage girls with chlamydia get it not from older men, but teenage boys. Ah, two-thirds. So I guess the other one-third is from dirty old men. Oh, well, that's a good statistic, I guess. We're pretty much in the clear. And without those young-ass kids who are doing nothing but fucking all the time, before and after school and all this other shit. But anyway, let me give you a specific... Uh, uh, the specifics on the STD. Um, I want to start with the human papillomavirus or HPV, and I'm sure you've probably heard a lot about this on the TV where they got vaccinations now um, for uh, this uh, type of virus. And of course, you know, with those vaccinations, there's always side effects. Of course, we'll get onto that too. Um, now, the human papillomavirus is uh, is thought to be one of the main causes of cervical cancer. Okay, it's also been linked with other types of cancers of the female reproductive system. Now, while HPV can be treated to reduce the signs and symptoms, there's currently no cure for this virus. Wonderful. So why, if there's no cure for the virus, how is there a vaccine? You know? But it says, however, the HPV vaccine has recently been developed to prevent HPV infections. Now... If all you need is a vaccine and not, and, and not get it, of course, if you, if you saw the commercial, it says um, it's not going to prevent all HPV infections. In other words, it's not a total cure or a total prevention. All right, so don't let it fool you. All right, now we have the gift that keeps on giving, my friends, the herpes virus. And there is no cure for this one. If you got it, you got it. Now... Today, treatment is available, though. Uh, you got Valtrex, you know. And, uh, of course, you know, with Valtrex, you know, I guess people think that it's it's cool to have herpes, I guess, because if you've ever seen the Valtrex commercials, they're always on a sunny beach, walking with their boyfriend in the sand, riding their bikes, going places and having fun. So I guess, you know, if you have herpes, you can have shitloads of fun, I guess. And then, of course, there's another one where he says, uh, the girl says, well, I have genital herpes. And the man says, and I don't. Why the fuck are you with her then? If you didn't give her herpes, she must have got it from some, some idiot on the street or at a club. Why the hell are you even with her? Why don't you find some girl who, I mean, you're not going to be able to ever have kids with her because you're going to have to wrap your fucking dick because you don't want to get it either. Why don't you get a girl that's clean? That way you can have kids and... And, you know, have a great life instead of, worrying, you know, not having kids. Your bloodline stops right there. 
and you're screwed. You know, these commercials are so freaking stupid. Now, the symptoms for herpes. Okay, if you wake up and you look down and you grab a hold of your cock to take a piss and you see blisters or sores that uh, on the genitals, I think you better go in because uh, I think something's wrong. Unless, you know, you naturally get acne on your fucking cock, but I don't think that shit happens. Uh, same thing with the women, you know, they're taking a piss and they it's kind of sore and they look and there's blisters all over the lips. Mm-hmm. I think, first of all, you better break up with your boyfriend and then go to the hospital. Because <laughs> it's, it's pretty much an uncomfortable STD. But if you, if you want to continue to be with him, you guys can be on the commercial where actually the guy is saying, I have genital herpes, and you're saying, and I didn't have it, but I do now. <laughs> now, hepatitis. Ooh, I mean, just the name sounds just fucking gross. You know, but okay, there's no cure for hepatitis A, B, or C. They're both all three are passive sexual contact. Um, but there's vaccines available to help prevent the spread. You know, if you're feeling saucy and you go out to a nightclub and fuck some girl you've never met before and you end up, you know, getting it, well, too bad for you. Uh, and, the, and the infections can't be chronic. So if I were you, I'd, I'd just. W- wrap that motherfucker and get tested every once in a while. Now, of course, the biggest one that everybody is so worried and scared of getting, the HIV, the HIV, or AIDS after it's progressed. But um, it is said that over 40 million people in the world have it. That's, I mean, you know, it's almost like playing the lottery. I mean, chances are somebody you might know or don't know has it. Hopefully not. Hopefully you're wrapping the old John Thomas, my friends. All right. Now, it says that uh, 50% of those affected are women. So, you know, if you're a math genius, you know, the other 50% would be men. So both genders need to watch out. Okay. Now, you can be tested for it. Sometimes the symptoms don't even show up. Uh, For some people, it's a couple of weeks. You know, you might get some symptoms like you're sick or the flu or whatever. Get tested. Uh, You know, it might be a couple of years, you know, one or two years before you even see any any effects. I guess it just depends on how strong your immune system is because once this thing goes full bore, your immune system is gone. That's why they call it acquired immune deficiency syndrome because... Your immune system is the one that gets attacked, and you'd be susceptible to other things. Now, getting on to the killer of Al Capone, the old syphilis. Uh, It says here, throughout history, cases of syphilis have been recorded. Now, while this STD has not always been effectively dealt with nowadays, syphilis can be easily treated and cured. So, guys... If you wake up in the morning after fucking some hot blonde or whatever, and you go to the bathroom to take a piss and you feel a white pimple underneath the head of your dick, uh, first of all, kick the girl out and go get te- and go get uh, treated because chances are you have syphilis, and uh, it's not a uh, very uh, 
pleasant uh, uh, thing either, especially when you're getting treated, because first thing they do is they get a something that looks like a pipe cleaner, and they stick it in the into your pee hole. So prepare for an uncomfortable session with the doctor. But it can be cured. But the thing is, if you leave it, it has certain stages. You know, after it reaches, I believe, the second or third stage, your nervous system, your brain gets just turned into Swiss cheese, and it can cause dementia and even death. So it's better off, you're better off just to get the, go get the antibiotics, go through the pipe cleaning, and uh, get it cured. Now, other common infections, like I said, are chlamydia and gonorrhea. We've already talked about chlamydia. Gross. Gonorrhea, just as gross. Some of them, sometimes they have the same symptoms. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're a little different. It depends. Uh, it, it's, it's different for everybody. But I'm sure it can never, it's never good anyway. But if you get tested for chlamydia, make sure you get tested for gonorrhea because chances are you probably have it. And vice versa. Now, those STDs can be cured. So don't think, well, I can just go get gonorrhea or whatever and, and, and get cured. You know, maybe by some dumb luck you, you, you happen to have gotten it and nothing else. But what if the next time you get gonorrhea plus AIDS or something like that? You know, it just, it just doesn't, um, it's, not, it's not a good thing to, uh, to think that you're going to get just that disease and nothing else. Because you never know what somebody has. And they could say they don't have nothing, and really they do. So always look in the medicine cabinet. <laughs> always look in the medicine cabinet when you go to somebody's house before you fuck them. Because if you see like Valtrex or something like that, get the fuck out of there because they probably got genital herpes. Now, one of the all-time favorite of everybody is what they call pubic lice, or as people make fun of them, crabs. <laughs> now, it's very similar to head lice, but they live on uh, on your on your pubes. <laughs> um, Basically, the symptoms are uh, just a lot of fucking itching. You know, it, it can it can uh, it can be hard to miss sometimes. Uh, there's different pesticides. <laughs> if you want to put pesticides on your fucking pubic area, your crotch, go right ahead. You know, please don't put fertilizer on there, uh, or even any types of insecticides that that they use on the crops. All right, go to the doctor and get some cream or, or some spray or whatever, or just go ahead and shave your. Shave your fucking pubes off. Maybe, you know, it might look better than that 70s fucking bush you're sporting, you know. But <laughs> now, um, make no mistake about this, folks. Sometimes STD symptoms can be confused with um, a thing called mononucleosis. Now, that's characterized by a fever, sore throat, and extreme weakness. Uh, you know, kind of like the flu. Um, now, mononucleosis is, is, is short for what they call mono. That's a uh, kissing disease. And it, is a viral, it is a viral infection. A lot of teens get that. Now, if you think you have mono and you got little blisters on your lips and it's starting to get chapped or whatever, go see um, uh, a doctor, you know. Or, you know, you also have that burning sensation called a yeast infection. I'm sure all the girls, some girls that don't have never had it, some girls do. But there's, you know, ways of, of, of uh, preventing that. It's called cleaning your, uh, your snatch, cleaning your pussy. Um, that's pretty much uh, a good way of not getting it. You know, don't wear tight pants all the time um, and things like that. 
Now, I'll, I'll, I want to get to genetic disorders. I'm done with the uh, STDs because, you know, if I talk about it too much, you might get it just by listening. <laughs> well, uh, there's different types of genetic disorders. You got cystic fibrosis. You got uh, spinal muscular atrophy. You got sickle cell anemia. Uh, Tay-Sachs, which is pretty common among the Jewish community. Uh, Bloom syndrome. Cannabis disease. Um, Walker-Warburg syndrome. Maple syrup urine syndrome. Now that one seems a little uh, interesting to me. Why they would call it maple syrup urine uh, syndrome or disease. Uh, What it is, it's... uh, it's a disease that affects the body's ability to process dietary proteins. This disease appears soon after birth and is characterized by a sweet-smelling urine. Ooh, a sweet-smelling urine. So I guess if, you, if you're born and your urine smells pretty nasty, I guess you're, you're in the clear. Uh, symptoms include poor feeding, lethargy, irritability, and vomiting. Uh, if left untreated, MSUD. Uh, can result in severe brain damage, coma, and death in infancy. So, if you know if you're changing your kid's diaper and it smells like sugar, <laughs> I think you better uh, make sure they get that check because you know you might have the the old maple syrup disease. <laughs> it's just funny how sometimes they they come up how they come up with these the names for these diseases. It's uh, really weird. You know, well, what if someone's got a, uh, you know, uh, shit that doesn't stink? Do you have a shit no stink disease? You know, <laughs> does that mean it's bad? Does that mean it's bad if your shit doesn't stink? <laughs> I don't know. It might, you know, it might, it might you, you, you might, I don't know. I don't know. It's maybe, uh, now before I go off on a tangent, I better stop, um, <laughs> there are certain types of herbal remedies. If you don't want to go the pharmaceutical route, uh, you have like aloe, which can, you know, it's external. Please don't put it internally, uh, which can soothe burns, bites, cuts, and scrapes. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of the Mexicans know about this, right? And uh, chamomile, uh, it's also used external and internally. You know, uh, externally it can be used for bites, stings, and skin irritations, and internally it can soothe stress and relaxes. But so does a good joint, right? That's pretty natural too, but it's illegal. Uh, cranberries, of course, everybody knows cranberries can help with the urinary tract infection, and that's true. Uh, it can help with uh, heart disease, cancer, gum disease, and ulcers. Um, garlic, you know, I'm. Uh, it, uh, externally, it can help skin inf- uh, irritations, fungal infections, acne, earaches, bites, and stings. Uh, internally, it can reduce cholesterol. And don't be fooled by those uh, commercials where they say garlic. You know, because it's not just garlic in there. Because they can't just sell garlic. They they put other types of fucking poisons in there that are probably going to either cause you to be addicted to it or have side effects or whatever. So just go buy some garlic. If you're not a vampire, you'll be cool. Just go buy some garlic and, and eat it. You know, put it in some uh, some food and uh, it helps reduce cholesterol. It wards off colds and the flu. Lowers blood sugar and diabetics. Uh, protects the liver from toxins. And uh, it kills intestinal parasites. Oh, by the way, so do jalapenos too. If you feel like you have a tapeworm, folks, eat a bunch of jalapenos. I'm sure that'll probably kill them. Because they sure as kill you when you're taking a shit the next morning. <laughs> um, ginger. 
Uh, external, it soothes toothaches. I don't know how many people use that, but internally it can, uh, it lessens against dizziness and nausea, lowers cholesterol, keeps blood from clotting, uh, prevents heart disease and stress. Nice. Uh, mint, by itself, the leaves. Uh, externally, it's a decongestant when added to bath water. Uh, it soothes bites and stings. You know, of course, you have sage, St. John's wort, thyme, and of course, the all favorite witch hazel. You know, there's other types of uh, plants, too, that can help ward off cancer. Now, I heard one guy, and I know probably the, the government doesn't want you to know this, but fuck him. Who gives a shit? Uh, there was one guy who claimed uh, he, that he was curing cancer with baking soda. You know, there's, there's a thing about being uh, having an acidic body or an alkaline body. Research that. I mean, it's, it seems pretty interesting, and it seems pretty true. Um, People who have a more acidic body tend to get more diseases, and people with an alkaline body seem to not. Um, as, you know, as far as cancer and stuff is concerned. So, you know, and, and some people use baking soda. They'll, you know, it, it's a great uh, thing for, let's say, uh, uh, heartburn. If you have heartburn, take a you know a little spoonful of baking soda and water, and it cures it up immediately. I've done it. It also helps keep your body. Uh, Helps keep your body in an alkaline state instead of an acidic state, which is good. So you know, research that. I don't have time to go into it, but you know, just research that, and uh, you'll you'll see what I mean. Uh, now we have uh, uh, a. Uh, I want to talk about the pharmaceutical companies. Because everybody knows the pharmaceutical companies are full of shit, right? Yeah. We all know it. Now, I call them the big, bad, greedy pharmaceutical companies because that's what they are. Now, sometimes if you have a... Well, look, let me give you some examples of some pharmaceutical companies. You've got Abbott Laboratories. You've got uh, Bristol-Myers Squibb. And other ones. But all these guys are out to make a profit. They're not out to help cure what you have. You know, whenever they're trying to treat cancer, what do they use? Chemotherapy, radiation. I mean, most of the time, when a person dies of cancer, it's because of the chemotherapy. Because the chemotherapy not, not, chemotherapy not only kills the cancerous cells, it kills the good cells too. It's basically killing you. You know, and, and of course, doctors will tell you, well, that's the only way we can cure it. Fuck you, that ain't the only way to cure it. There's other ways of curing it. You just haven't um, researched the, the thing enough and, and decided if there's any other types of alternative medicine out there to use. Why? Because if you use alternative medicine, the pharmaceutical companies are not going to uh, back you. It's all about money, folks. It's all about money. You know, and of course, there's a drug called ibogaine hydrochloride, which is used to treat heroin addiction, opium addiction. But it's banned in the United States. And the reason why it's banned in the United States is because the patent ran out on it and the pharmaceutical companies can't make a profit. So if they can't make a profit, let's just ban it altogether and make it illegal. And I can guarantee you folks that marijuana, which 
is a good help with cancer patients is being is banned by the United States government because they haven't got the patent on it yet. I guarantee you once the United States gets a patent on medical marijuana, it's going to be legal and it's going to be all over the place. So, when you think that the that Bristol Myers Squibb, GlaxoKline, whatever, GlaxoSmithKline, I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm not sorry, but and the Abbott Industries and Devlin and all that, all those pharmaceutical companies, Merck, you know, all these guys, and when they say, oh, we're doing this for your benefit, they're not doing it for your benefit, they're doing it for their benefit because you're dishing out all this fucking money. And, of course, getting highly addicted to their drugs. Hydrocortone, you know, that's an Oxycontin. That's stuff that's very addictive stuff. I choose not to use it. If I have pain, I take an aspirin or ibuprofen or whatever. Um, I've never had to go to the hospital for any type of major illness to require oxycontin or hydrocodone. So you know, I'm, I'm I, 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 w- I wouldn't take it. I would I would search for alternative medicines. And it's like I said, it's something to research and to figure out you know what's best for you. I mean, you might say, well, you know, uh, the pharmaceutical company drugs are are good for me, so I'm going to take it. Fine, take it. You're not going to get any uh, slack from me. But if someone says, I want to research further into this, maybe I could find some alternative medicines like herbs and stuff like that that'll help. Good for you. Great. Wonderful. I'm happy for you. Really am. And I don't mean that uh, negatively. It's, uh, that's great. Because, um, you know, here we're in America. And in America, we can choose what we want to take and what we don't want to take to an extent. You, know, you can't go and start shooting up heroin and not expect to get caught or, or whatever. Well, I'm talking about drugs to help with a pain. You know, the stuff that's legal. Of course, most of the shit that's legal is going to kill you anyway because it's nothing but poison. And have you noticed that they all come with fucking side effects? Everything's got side effects, you know. I took this pill and side effects include rectal itch and, and you know, s- scratchy balls and, you know, my my... Anus, you know, has green discharge, or, or it just might kill you altogether. You know, I mean, some of the, some of the side effects are just horrible, horrible. You know, oh yeah, this this pill that I took cured my arthritis, but man, boy, my ass itches all the time, and I'm getting this discharge on the tip of my dick. You know, I mean, you're going to basically substitute one disease for another if it doesn't kill you altogether. So be careful what you put in your bodies, ladies and gentlemen. Be careful. Because some of that shit you're, you're taking just might kill you. Now for our next show, I want to talk about a subject that's pretty dicey. Uh, race. You know, uh, different races. What races are called. Slang words for races. What, you know, people, you know, name, name calling that people do. Things like that. Uh, it's going to be a pretty racy show. If you don't want to hear it, then don't hear it. Um, but there's going to be a lot of nasty shit on that one. So stay tuned for that. And remember, if you have any comments, email me at solistheory at gmail.com. And I will get your comments on the air. Or I will have you say your comment if you send me an MP3. And I will try to answer it. If I can't, I'll find out where I can get the uh, the answer from 
And if it's a comment, I'll comment back. So, everybody, please take care of yourselves. Be safe. Don't uh, be fucking any nasty pussies or dicks out there. Okay? Protect yourself because you are the only one that can prevent it. We've had people say, well, don't do this, don't do that, and you go on and do it anyway. It's your choice. So make sure you make the safe choice. Not exactly the right choice. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm not the Christian fucking right here. I'm telling you, you make the choice. But remember, every choice has consequences. So make sure when you make that choice, you think about it first. All right? We'll see you next time.